Do you know what the difference between camembert and brie cheese is? Well, I think you pronounced it wrong to begin with. Camembert. 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 Yeah. Do you know what the difference is? Uh, yeah. What is it? One's creamier. I don't. I don't think that you. That that is right. It's Both creamier. The same in texture. No, one's creamier. Why are we never prepared for this shit? This is know. a stupid conversation. Just roll it. Podcast. 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 Are we doing a podcast? Where's Sushi Mango? When I was your age, I was Samaya. Who are you? Ah, you like my salami, huh? Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. Why do we call it that? I hate it. It's just stupid. Or a red start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Hello. Hello. Hey, do you know why do people wear helmets while skydiving? Yeah, it's not going to make any difference, is it? No difference. Hey, that's the that's the first legitimately good question you've asked. Because if you're going, if you're, you're dead, if dead. you're going to hit the ground, you're dead. Dead. Well, you're more dead than no, dead. you're dead. dead. Doesn't matter what happens. You're Doesn't dead. matter. You could be wearing a, 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 a you could be wearing is it a metal armor and you're going to die. Dead. Is it an aerodynamics thing? Maybe dead. Dead. And mm. so you don't hit anyone else's head. Well, you, well, you, well, don't, oh, so you know, you don't hear anyone else's head when you're coming down by yourself. I got it. I got it. It's, shit, Jamie. It's in case you hit birds. I got it. It's so you don't hurt, you hit, you hurt your head if you hit a bird on the way down. Yeah, I think your brain's as big as a bird. Well, what brain. else? Are, what other explanation? <laughs> That's is there? stupid. Anyway, I've got a very special guest. Roll the tape. Today we have a special guest who is one of Australia's most loved and accomplished entertainers. A multi-talented stand-up comedian, host and actress who has lit up Australian television for almost 30 years. She has won multiple awards for her stand-up comedy and her talent as an Australian entertainer has led her to her first Gold Logie nomination. We introduce a woman who has a list of TV show appearances that is longer than our dad's salami. Ladies and gentlemen, Julia Morris! Yay! I mean, in the house, I couldn't be more thrilled. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. It's a very, very good to have you here. We've been fans for a very long time. Long time. We're long, right long back time. at you. Yes. So Hello, you made me laugh. Well, you haven't so been much. a fan of us for as long as we've been a fan of you because you've been around a hell of a lot longer than us. Look, and you've seventy-five been on the circuit. years in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, you made me uh, laugh the other day when you did that live and you went hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, I hope it's sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think I should not be let loose on the internet without restrictions. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is not ideal. It's changed though, eh? Yeah, definitely. Compared to what it was. Because you, when you had your start back in the day. Look, my start back in the day was as a, as a young person. I, I did some drama school. I went over to work in Club Med in the South Pacific singing and dancing. Wow. And came home as a 20-year-old to start stand-up. It felt like the only way in to be... I, I wanted to be famous and I wanted to perform as my job. You were one of the first female stand-ups in Australia though, right? Well, there had been a really strong set of women go through before me, but they just weren't celebrated as much because it was the, the boys just led mm. the charge. And so there was a big group of women before me, like Saturday Rosenberg, uh, Mandy oh. Salomon. Uh-huh. Oh, There'd yeah, been yeah. a whole, um, not much older than me, but a whole gen of women who had already paved the way. Right. Yeah, and they did the real hard yards when it simply was not acceptable to okay. be on the stage. Yeah, so that was like 110 years ago yeah, then. Cause <laughs> essentially, yes. But no, but you, 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 were you always naturally funny? Yes, I think, um, I think part of the people pleasing, we, you know, we had a family, we grew up in a fibro house, um, we had a downstairs to watch our television, downstairs 
rumpus room that was three stairs. Right. So we were all like, do you want to go downstairs? <laughs> yes, I want to go downstairs. <laughs> Just get that from upstairs. <laughs> so I, I grew up in Gosford in a, a really moderate life. So it was really about, and my mum and dad both had great senses of humour. They loved, uh, you know, Monty Python. Oh, yeah. They loved all of our British favourites. So that was a lovely grounding for us to all make each other laugh and, you know how hard it is trying to make the family laugh. Yeah, They've yeah. heard it all. Toughest critics, yeah. Aren't they? So that, you know, I think that started the the immense people pleasing and trying to make others feel comfortable through humour. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you said you were you got your your your, your start at twenty, but I, I read that you at seventeen you're on new faces. Is that, yes. is that right? That's yes, really young. I was at school in Strathfield, and everyone was getting ready to do the trials in the HSC. And, uh, yes, I, they, they put up auditions for new faces on the television and I secretly rode away. Then I got a letter saying we'd come and audition. So I stayed away from school that day without telling anyone and then the letter came to my parents, can I come to Melbourne and we need to make some, de- you know, do some details. So, oh. yeah, I was in a lot of trouble with mum and dad and with the school at the time <laughs> that I'd wagged a day. You wagged a day, yeah. Uh, without telling anybody that I was going to go and be on the television. Do you mischievous? Yeah. Missed some of the trials. Were, Whoopsie. Anyway. Were you mischievous? Talkative. mischievous? Talkative. Talk? No. I know. <laughs> it's a huge stretch. No, I think I was just having too much fun. Like I had a great time at school. It's very hard to sort of get any um, academic discipline with my girls because I'm like, this is the fun bit. Yeah. You know, yeah, you've also got to do that work. I never did that work. No. So <laughs> so you just, you just had – you wanted to be – Famous and yeah. be into entertainment yeah. for a long time. So it seems weird now that we kind of, I, I definitely am the same. I get into a real judgment of people who just want to be famous, you know, on reality mm. shows and, and in, you know, on the internet and whatever. And yet that was absolutely my early driving motivation for sure. Mm-hmm. Different landscape, obviously, now with the internet. Yeah. You know, the, the internet is the new casting couch. Oh, here Ooh. we go. <laughs> Cross your fingers. <laughs> Yes, thank yeah. you very much. Message received. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Whatever, swipe left or right, I don't know which one it is. Just swipe up, to be honest, and buy it. <laughs> no, but it's like a little – it's a different different era, you know, different yes. time. Like, What was it like breaking through then? Then you know? it was get out to those stand-up venues, do late shows, do it for free. You yeah. just you just got it, you know. When when I stepped onto the stage in those late shows at the comedy store in the sort of late eighties and nineties, people would call. Are we allowed to say rude stuff? Of course. Yeah. They would call out like, "Show us your blood hole." <gasps> what? Oh, the blood up. hole? Oh, the blood hole! Wow, Jesus! The blood hole! The blood hole! Jeez, we went right down the line. Wow. Then. But do you know what I mean? Like you, so I'm I'm standing on the stage trying to be a wordsmith. <laughs> yeah, that's a big message. That's Have I just been cancelled? Is that what my message was? No, that, that's a tick. Oh, no. oh it's like a tick. It's a, a tick. tick. That's good. Oh, and when, when you hear, why did you give that a tick? He, and I gave him a, a blood yeah, hole. Right. Oh, yeah, right. a good word. I mean, it's pretty intense, but it's, it's well, a so great that, example they, of they, how they, nobody yeah. cared in the no, audience. How do you come back from that? Like, what do you say to when someone says, "Show us your blood hole"? What do you say back to that? You must have had a retort. You must have had a joke. No way was I tempted. By the way. You're like, oh. Well, you've kind of then got it. You're like, okay, here we go. These are going to be levels of MC. You guys know what stand-up's like. You're MCing levels of your own gig. So you're like, okay, I need to get them under control in this first bit. Okay, now I've got to engulf the drunk people. So that means slowing down and swearing or whatever that is that captures their attention in those late-night shows. 
you know, they were forever ago and they just, you know, they would they call out, you know, do some material on periods. Oh, wow. Oh, and you're like, mate, I don't even know what period you're stuck in. <laughs> but this, oh, this is... That, that would have really um, set you up. Yes. Because I know you, you were always so quick and... Uh, you know, on, on all your TV appearances and all your TV stuff that you did, when you come on and and you were so quick to, um, you know, uh, what's fire the word? back? You're quick witted, you know, with yeah. the response. Yeah. No, but I've also, you know, you'd you'd say shit like, oh, I'm so I'm so bloody nervous. My armpits are sweat. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're um, what's getting the word? A, what's the word? like just super real before people were doing <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you were just real. You were. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my armpits and. But there's I an interesting feel. chasm between how I am on the stand-up stage, which it really is my area. Yeah. I feel very comfortable there. I've got no. Here we go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Television is such a – for years the only television I did was to promote whatever tours I was doing. Sure. So you tend to get a bit urgent. So I had this, I feel, looking back, I've had this daggy kind of desperate, uh, well, you know, yeah. all, all bells, whistles, whatever, persona on television. And then anyone who would come to my shows is like – yeah, that fucking woman is hardcore. Yeah. So trying to marry those, which I think I've only managed to do in my 40s and now into my 50s, where I can go, oh, I don't, I'm not trying to impress everybody. I'm just going to say what I think. I'm, it just is. Gonna do, yeah. I'm just going to do me, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. A, that, was a, that was a big story arc for me yeah. in the story of my life. Is <laughs> 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 getting more real. And I think part of that was coming from Gosford. Was well, so I was, you know, a lot of people that I grew up with were ashamed of Gosford. It felt mm. like why is that? Because it was kind of, you know, um, it was a, at the time it had a high socioeconomic area with all of the fancy houses, holiday houses, which were owned by people who didn't live there, and then we had this other side of things, which was a much more Australian, you know, coastal town. Yep. So but how far is that from Melbourne? It's like um, three hours, isn't it? No, Mel from Melbourne it would be about twelve hours. Okay, I'm getting that wrong. It's an hour north of Sydney. Thank you. Yeah. It is an hour. An hour I, was north say, I thought Gosford was in Sydney. Yeah. It is in Sydney, right? It's well, it's kind of with the urban sprawl, actually. Like it might be now. Wasn't there a famous Gosford station? Wasn't that a big thing? Wasn't Gosford train yes. station a big? Yes, there's also one in uh, here in Richmond as well, train station. Yes, so yeah, and yeah. one in Flinders Street. Well, also, tra- there's de- you know like all all sorts of trains go through there, so yeah. we feel pretty proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you've got your XPT, Gosford's claim to fame is the your, trains. Your Golden Goose, you've got your old your window rattler. <laughs> well, what's what's Gosford known for? Um, the train station. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Terrigal Beach. And Avoca Beach. We've, nice beaches. Yeah, good board riders. Um, whatever. Wax on, wax off. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's famous for loads of things. Who yeah. knows? I mean, you know. For you. You're really stuck for yes. words there. Famous I know. For Julia Morris. You can't find on one on positive thing to say about that place. It's Julia. paradise. Yeah. It's the truth. My mum and dad are still up there. That's, oh, lovely. You know. Not necessarily one of the positives. No, <laughs> that's a joke. Come on. That's, yeah, no, it's a long way away, which is terrific, so that's good. <laughs> so would you say that the shittest job – what is the shittest job you ever had outside of comedy? Outside of comedy, I I had a um, malignant melanoma on my arm that's at, not a job, when I was though. 21. And I, I was so broke that I had to go out and spruik outside a jewellery store to make oh, my spruiking. rent that week 
while I was recovering from the um, melanoma operation. Oh, oil. I remember the spruiking. What were you spruiking? Oh, look out they go. Here we go. I don't know if it was Angus and Cooper. It was the saying, you know, the diamonds. They're practically giving them away. To I remember the old spruiking <laughs> yeah. at the shopping centres. The guys spruiking a diamond ring, though. What do you mean? You can't come inside shoppers. They've got a great special come here today. Come inside and spend $10,000 on a diamond ring. Well. I used to spruik at, uh, at Franklin's. I worked at Franklin's for a bit. Barbecue chicken, six ninety nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, peanuts, candy coated are in the shell, fifty cents a bag. <laughs> Bacon rashes, two, three ninety nine a kilo. Out customers, they go. just look for the red light that's flashing around. Did you sell it? Did you get anyone to come and buy a ring? This is the main thing. No, I think. Oh, well, also, I think it was a slightly more middle end where you could also go in and buy a diamond set memento, oh. or you could get a you know like a pewter mug. Oh, right. Yeah, there's pewter. A, lot, yeah. a pewter. pewter. Who, who buys pewter? I don't Not even know what pewter is. It's kind of like a it's, stainless steel or silver thing. You, you, you yeah. guys are fucked up. It's computer. A computer. Oh, yes. no. Computer. Yes. Oh, this is awkward. But yeah. How do you get the mug into it? <laughs> it's very confusing. Mine was quite early for me. You, so, what was your worst uh, comic? Stand up oh, gig. Oh, I was going to say that. You literally did you? you what was the worst time you bombed? I lived in London for eight years. I thought. Oh, did you? The system was waiting for me. So over I went. I'm like, I'll be. Huge. Where did you live in London? <laughs> From 2000 to 2008. Where? Where? Oh, where? Yeah. Up in Highgate. In Highgate, in Gosford London. in England. Oh my God! Yeah, I was, in Gosford, I was, England. So that's Highgate, Highgate. Islington. Uh, I sort of a little bit further over. So I had so I had Archway was my closest. Jeez, station. I lived in Archway. Did you? Oh, I come up, guys. I lived up the um, uh, the. Sort of council estate. Remember Caledonian Road? We're completely yes, out of this conversation. Caledonian the road. We'll, we'll just sit back here. Go to sleep for a bit. Bridge. Let's have a nap. The bridge. Suicide bridge. Yes. I hate no. this. We'll whisper. Yeah, I lived there for five years. <laughs> in, in 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 Archway and Islington. We would have been side by side. Why didn't we hook up? This is what I'm talking this about. This is crazy, guys. Speak for the reminiscing. Hey, Ange. I lived in in, in East Bentley. <laughs> Me too. I grew up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember the deli? I do love East Bentley. East Bentley High. One of my some of my favourite people have been. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, people think we're from Thomastown and Laylor and stuff like that. Not there's anything wrong with that. No, no, nothing wrong with that. No. Hey, we got Thomas Town faces. Correct. We, belong, we look like we belong there. But yeah, well, so if you go to hey, Thomas Town, you're like, oh, I wish I came from here. It's yeah. dreamy. It is beautiful. It is. Yeah. Hey, the sun shines brighter. Oh, Where's my camera? Level. Hey, keep, keep, buying, keep buying tickets. <laughs> but, right, um, so. <laughs> back, back to you. Yes, sir. The last time you bo- the, the, the the worst time you bombed on stage at a London. comedy gig. It was in England. It was, in oh, it was a, the, the whole place had been rented out by a real estate agency for the Christmas party. Oh. And it, the comics were going up. It was like an auto de fe. It was literally like we were bringing the comics into the centre of the village so we could burn them. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, an escalator to nowhere. And like, so, like, to, like top, top comics. It would have been Andrew Maxwell. Oh. There would have been, uh, like, there were so many comics that are all sort of coming through that are now, you know, big yeah. stars. Yeah. And they were just churning us off the stage. And every one of us in typical comic styles, like, all right, just get them off and I'll have a go because I feel like I can bring them under. <laughs> and it, it was just brutal. And then I stood on the stage and they were just calling out, fuck off. Oh, my God. Fuck off. The whole, like, this is a, <laughs> this is a posh real estate agency. This is at the um, comedy, uh, was it the comedy cellar over, over in Shoreditch? I'm like, this is a proper venue. Oh, my God. And it just went, so I just decided, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to stand here smiling and waving until my time's up because I'm getting paid, bitches. You know what you should have done? Shown them your blood hole. Oh, 
I should totally have done that. You should have gone, you know what? Take that. Yeah, yeah. Take your... And run off the stage. Here's my famous room tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that that's intense, man. Yeah. That is the so it's like well, a soccer chant. It's like a football chant, but saying, telling uh, you to get off the did stage. Did you win them I mean, over in the end or not? No, 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 no. I just stood. Some people sort of giggled and got it and they were ashamed of the other people who were doing whatever, whatever. But, like, I went up to the Glee Club once, and which is up in uh, Birmingham, to do some gigs and I was the MC for the weekend and people had been ringing through to get a discount because a woman was emceeing. Oh, my God. Wow. What year was that? That was 2002 maybe. In the 2000s? Yes. Wow. Yeah, no, that's she's not. They're not going to be funny. Women aren't funny. So that's incredible. And you're like, well, the only people who don't find women funny are the people who don't find women funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. They don't have to find oh, women wow. funny. There's plenty of other people who think we are. So that's like, all right. My goodness, so we're going to go from the worst to the best. Oh, to the best. Can I can I bring something up? Yeah. Quickly? I mean, you've worked with some amazing. People, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, Jason Alexander, yes. I think Jerry Lewis is, is Richard oh, Pryor. Richard Pryor. Pryor. Yeah. Richard They've got to be right up there, right? They've got to be right up there with they the best. Odd life moments that happen. You know what stand up venues are like when somebody pops in? Right. So that you can be, in, particularly in Los Angeles, where I was for two years, but that, that gig happened in the 90s. And Richard Pryor, uh, a friend of mine was emceeing, a guy named Mark Curry. Mark Curry? Yeah. Well, hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yes, Mr. Cooper. Hey. Get out. Tony's yeah. the love that oh, show. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, wow. man. Wow. Really amazing stand-up and he's an old mate, right? Yes. So he said, I've got a surprise for you. Turn up to the comedy store on whatever night in it was. The, in the States? Yeah, and he goes, I'm emceeing and I'll pop you on. And it was so hard to get on the comedy store because, you know, like Paulie Shaw's popping down. I yeah, just the comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no hope. And plus the working comics that are trying to get their way to that next level. So. Wow. I'm sitting in the audience. So, no, but he said, pop down, I've got a surprise for you. So Wait, so people playing at home, the comedy store is the mecca. It's the inti- an institution. Yeah. Right. It's the original. It's, it's the gauge. Mitzi Shaw, Mitzi Shaw, Shaw yeah. is like a god in the comedy Where world. Joe Rogan's and all those and all that crew was. Joe, Joe that, Diaz, Joe, Joe Rogan, Diaz. they're currently. Yes. Everyone who's anyone, oh, really. The Sarah there. Silverman's, the everyone's. The yeah. everyone so has you've, been you've, through you've, the comedy you've, store. You've done. Yeah, I've done a few gigs there and a few gigs at the improv. Wow. It's always exciting, but my God, having to change the rhythms of your sentences oh, so that people right. understand. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I, like, I thought, oh, well, I don't know what the surprise is. I, he's not getting me up or he would have mentioned it. I didn't know I was going to get up onto the stage. So I had a glass of wine and I am not a drinker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'd had the wine. I was feeling pretty chill. And then he said, um, okay, Richard Price come into the room. He just needs a moment to – and that's what I thought, I thought my surprise was. So before Richard – while Richard just gets himself together – Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce a friend of mine from Australia. <gasps> oh. Who's going to get up and do five? Oh, oh wow. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about stuff? Yeah, yeah. Mastics. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, in the bio, it does say that I've supported Richard Pryor, but the truth is, I'm not sure how well I supported him. Oh, oh, and so then. Richard came on. He was he was carried on in a wheelchair, oh. and he had a couple of um, minders with him. That once he get into material, if he went, if he just forgot what he was talking about, because uh, as you know, he had Parkinson's. Yeah. And he, you know, oh my God, he'd had a go over the years. He had a go. And so he had a someone name. was saying, you're, "You're talking about the guy in the bar," and he'd be like, "The guy in the bar." Oh yes. Yeah. So, and then he go oh, on oh, with his stand up. Oh right, so they yeah. prompt him. And then after the show, Mark Curry goes, "There you go. You just supported Richard Breyer." 
my God. God. Yeah. Crazy, God. crazy, crazy. Did you get to, you get to you meet him? or anything? Yes, but briefly. briefly you know what it's yeah. like when you meet somebody like that who's all uh, like a hero but also who's kind of busy being shuffled out mm. yeah, 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 in course, a wheelchair yes. in a difficult way through a crowd that are all sick with so excitement. So you were sitting on the wheelchair while you were talking to him? I don't obviously. want to say uh, like a corkscrew when I do, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, you just do what you can. So that's I just that. got a vision of you on him. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, Richard, yeah. while they're walking. I'm just spinning, just spinning like we're turning the gas. <laughs> and then did, did he die shortly after? Was he at the, towards the end there? No, it still would have been about. So what he what spoke that, that night, that would that have been night? 1990, I reckon. Okay. He spoke that night about how Parkinson's had saved his life because he was very much on a trajectory of ending it because yeah. he was so wild. Yeah, yeah that's a crazy Because he straightened up for a while. Yeah, and that and was then, that bit because he needed so many uh, drugs to keep him afloat with the um, with Parkinson's and yeah. with he's had MS, I think. Yeah. And yes. He really was terribly unwell. Yes. So I, I think he sort of, to give himself a little bit more longevity uh, and to see his children grow up, that's yeah, what he is. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, how bad do you have to be really to say that Parkinson saved your no, he, life? He, 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 he must he, have been he, a really... Oh. He, he was... He took the lid way. off. Yeah. He took oh, yeah, he off. gave it a nudge. Oh, he gave it why a nudge. wouldn't you? He gave it a nudge, I mean, that's for sure. I can't even remember the day. <laughs> 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 what about Robbie Williams? You've you, you done stuff with no, Robbie Williams? No, Robin Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Sorry, I'm, I, 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 Robin. I got it wrong. I'm sorry, <laughs> Robbie. Robin. Robin. I'm so nervous. I'm nervous oh, to be around you. Oh, so. my goodness. I, and Rob, so those two straight off the bat are two of my fu- – Robin Williams. Robin is. Williams. Oh. Well, Robin Williams absolutely saved my night. I, I was asked by a production company would I go and host the film opening for Bicentennial Man. It was a big right. deal at the, you know, the um, e, e, e quarter or whatever it is at uh, Fox Studios. So I knew he was coming down the carpet. The only thing I exchanged that I knew I was going to get with him was uh, that he was handing over a cheque to a charity and then later on in the night they built this kind of stand-up room in a nightclub with the hopes that as MC of the night, I might be able to coax him to the stage. And I was thinking, as a stand-up, you know, you do not want that sprung on you. If you haven't been on stage in ages or you're not match fit or, you know what I mean? You just, Anyway, so I thought, uh, I'll work that out on the night. So down he comes down the red carpet. I'm thrilled to meet him. We go to hand over the cheque and it's for $500. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. So I'm like. It's very underwhelming. Oh, and yeah, then Robin was like, I'm sorry, is that the cost of the cardboard? I said, no, the, the cardboard to make the cheque would have been 600 It's 600 for the cardboard. I mean, it's pretty expensive to have those big cheques made. So Robin says on the spot, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate this much money and that was lovely. So at, when the night, when we got to the stand-up bit after the movie had been shown, I got on the stage and I was talking. I can't remember. I would have been. I don't really work blue, but I do swear and I do, you know, whatever, say silly things. and But I don't, like, talk about whatever. Anyway, so whatever it was, the film company came up to me and they're like, can you turn it down? Oh. And I was thinking, what? Oh, well, can you think of anything specific that you didn't like? Because I kind of felt like that was the tone down. They were quite <laughs> cross with me and they're like, this is, you know, we've got, there's a lot of VIPs in this room and kind of gave it to me. So oh, then yeah. someone said, oh, well, Robin wants to meet you. He's over in the thing because you met you. And we laughed about the check. And then he said, how's the night going? And I'm like, not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently I'm working too blue. He's like, what? And I said, and between you and I, they want to get you up. That's what the whole thing. He goes, yeah, I, had, I sort of thought that might be the case. And I'm like, if you want me to sidestep it, 
I can take the blame because I'm already in trouble. And I'll just be like, thank you for being amazing and we'll just let that moment uh -huh. go and then the other stand-ups can come on and the show can continue. So he said, I really don't want to get on stage. So that would be amazing. I'm really grateful. So I get on and try to make the moment go away. And with that, and I sort of spoke about how many laughs he'd brought into my childhood home and how, what, how many family bonding moments we'd had over his work, you know. Yep. And with that, he leapt through the crowd, got onto the stage. He goes, don't go anywhere because I'm only up here for two seconds. So, and then he does 45 minutes of the bluest stand-up <laughs> oh, I've in my life. Like I needed a fan almost. <laughs> so overheated. 45 minutes. 45 and and also I was kind of because he asked me not to go anywhere and every time I'd attempt to move, he'd be like, "Don't go anywhere because I'm going in a minute." Uh. So I'm standing on the stage, <laughs> kind of just on avance, and then and then I then I sat down. So then I look like some strange puppy dog at his feet, but I've got uh, lovely photos of uh, of him on the stage doing his stand up and me. Oh <laughs> and me my him. god! He was a true gentleman, <laughs> and afterwards he said to me, "And that." is working blue. <laughs> so hopefully they can see the difference. I'll tell you what, yeah. Robin Williams, probably arguably the improv king, right? He, oh, yeah. He was unbelievable. Oh, he, he was probably one of the best inter like person yes. to be interviewed because you'd have to ask hundred one miles question. an hour. And off you go. Off you went. Yeah. Energy... Just he was just, just like really a, high processing. High, yeah, you could see. You so, see his mind just going like like just like a. It's like a why windmill. a lot of high processing people get into all the silliness because they need some respite from that brain spinning like an old school roller dance. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love re it. Rest in peace to it. Absolute yeah. legend. It was Absolutely. a tragedy when he when he when he had inspiration. Well, well also yeah yeah. I mean we're not, we we won't go that dark, but it's just, it's always very sad to think of someone you adore. Yeah. Feeling that way. It's I know. Like, oh, I know. And there was someone who brought so much happiness yeah was had that that's why it's always you know good to, to but there was a really good did you see something online recently it was a comic in the states who was talking about it you know it didn't have to do with the fact that comics are dark and that's how we get to give the humor and he was you know yeah, yeah. it was amazing it was, a, it was a nice little window into you know not every comic is He's like that is yeah. down yeah. That's crazy. What a story. What a story. Can I just stop interject here? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been holding this question in. Come on. I'm going to ask this it's question. It's going to get out. Okay. You know if you don't let the rat out, the rat <laughs> no, gets out by itself. <laughs> There's a show <laughs> that you were in. Ooh. I can't remember the name of it and it's been driving me mad for years. Yeah. Okay. Now this show was a comedy show yep. and it was in a dentistry. Oh. In a dentist. Oh. And it was a little bit... It was a little bit like horror, horror, a little bit dark. A little bit dark. Well, I remember I the angles. The angles. And, and it was. It, it, do you remember? And yeah, there was the a little bit of blood. Like it was up, like, it was yeah, like, I think what? it was let the blood run free. That's it. Let the that's blood. It. I remember it. Oh, that's it. That's oh, it. That felt good. I remember now that you told me. But yeah, that's it. Oh, let, let the blood run Jesus. free. Let the yeah. blood, put it up on the board, please. I need to see it. Let I remember the, the angles being shot you, like as if you were working in their mouth. And who was who was the dentist? I don't know because Linda Gibson is the we've played the role that people think that I had. Linda Gibson is one of shit. our great stand-ups. We are so very, you. So very wasn't. similar look. Oh shit! No. Oh, we fucked up hard there. Oh <laughs> Jesus! I told you. Not to but do you know what? It was such a good show. Every now and then, I'd just say it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Let the blood run free. You weren't in that. Free. No, I was. Sure? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're in it. They wouldn't even let sure me you're into in it, the lot on the day. Out of the 600 <laughs> bloody shows you've been in, I bring up one that you're not. And oh man! Listen, I, I would have been in it. I'm, I'm still waiting for the call. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> 
Okay, so you weren't in anyway, that. He loved right. you in that. But yeah. I did love that. <laughs> it was great. You played. Yeah. You should have got a lot of for that role. You know, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I turned up. Well, kind of. Emotionally. I took a, I took a risk. It didn't yeah. pay off. But I can sleep well at night now. Oh. I know that you weren't in it, and it was called "Let the Blood Run Free." It was okay. great. Anyway, it's definitely no, I fucked that show. It was shit anyway. But uh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about your shows. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, one of my shows. No, that's nice. But what, hey, one show you were in was Full Frontal. You were uh, in Full Frontal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know you were in that. Yes, definitely. Okay, absolutely. I know you're right. in. That. So, how many years did you run that? I did two years in that. I um, uh, I went with. I was cast with Kitty Flanagan and Dana Reed, who's wow. now Ooh. an amazing director, who's actually just directed the. Complete series of uh, the Handmaiden's Tale, like she's a gr- big grown-up deal. Wow. Kitty Flanagan, big grown-up deal. She won an actor when we when we got ours. Kitty won an actor the same time as we got. Yeah, we presented, nice. we presented her award. Good, 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 oh, good, did good, you? Good, good for see that? See, I got that actor in there. Little flex. See, I got it in there. So we got an actor. Go Logie. We presented her award. That's why I remember. That's that's right. She wasn't there. She didn't come. She wasn't there. She hated us. But. No, no. She doesn't Legally, she had to keep that distance. <laughs> <laughs> it point, says it on the paper. Five metres. Ah. Um, but um, uh, now I completely forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Full, no, frontal. Just Full frontal. frontal. And, of course, we had Eric Banner. Yes. We had Sean McAuliffe. We yes. had Francis Greenslade. We had Johnny Walker. We had uh, Ross Will. Like, we had the most amazing cast of people. Such good people you and, had. And uh, it was, yeah, it was a great laugh. Great laugh. And, and that's full on. That's every week, new skit. Yeah, so that that runs like a proper week's show. So I assume that's how Saturday Night Live runs. Yep. <laughs> Whatever, just there you are with Eric Banner. <laughs> like um, there you are with Eric Banner. That's a there. full boob out there, but that's not. That's a plastic chest. <laughs> 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 that, is, that is an unwell colour areoli, if that's the case. <laughs> um, Eric Banner always a complete pleasure at all times. Yes. Yeah, he's the real deal. Yes. My difficulty was not laughing. All the time, like I'd be in a sketch, and it, it'd be so funny, and I couldn't wait to act out that moment. But w- was finding the moment so funny that found it difficult to act out the moment while laughing. Yes, I guess. So were you imp- was it improv in that, or was it oh, scripted? No. Was all it scripted? All scripted. Yeah. So you shot during the week. So we shot actual like outside sketches at parks and this, that, and the other. We had a few sort of places that we always went to right along the um, you know so the Bay Area, mm. and then we would then have a Friday night live show where people would come to the seven stu- or the former Seven Studios, which are now the Global Studios in South Melbourne. And the audience would come in and we'd do live sketches for the evening and then they'd punch in all of the sketches that we'd already shot during the week. Like, it was full on how everybody got to edit that and put it together yeah. and turn that over. That's mm. an insane work. Mm. It's crazy that they don't have a show like that on. I know it's expensive to make and all that kind of stuff, but they don't really have any shows like that anymore. I've which got is, a theory. What is it? What is it? I've got a theory that with reality television and us watching it as long as we have and we know a moment's coming and we know how someone feels and then we see their face. When we get to sketch comedy, it's very difficult now after all of those years of subtle sketches, obvious sketches, whatever, to let the punchline hang at the back because people's faces give it away and we're so used to reading the face now Mm. that it's difficult to... um, you know, create a sketch that has a proper finish. I think that's why sketch is not, wow. you know, because we're all like, we miss it. There's lots yeah. of heaps of talented people who could easily do sketches. So where are they? Why aren't they yeah. happening? Yeah. It's because a lot of the jokes, or maybe just to me, feel like I could see them coming. Yes, yeah. Well, you, yes. you will. 75 years. 75 <laughs> years. <laughs> 
It's a long time now. <laughs> Above lighting. Well, let's yeah. that light, anyway. <laughs> that's on your rider. We put that in. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Like, get, get me the bikini. Uh, yeah, yes. the bikini lighting is amazing. Mind that's you, right. make sure Chuzzy's looking normal. <laughs> <laughs> Tick. Tick. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard them referred to as chizzies. Chuzzies. Chuzzies. Yeah, chuzzies like buzzies. Buzzies. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that. Yeah, it's got great. it. Um, yeah, I don't think it's that. Or it could be that, but uh, I also think it's that people think. Because we had uh, Mark Mitchell on. Amazing. Same ca- ca- comedy company. Yeah. And he was uh, saying the same thing about how it's just, he reckons it's expensive because back in the day, it, it would be expensive to get a set. Change sets. How it. many sets did you guys have? Oh, you in would one? file through them. That's so we a minimum of sort of five sketches. Some of them would be repeat sketches, like news sketches and stuff like that. But you're absolutely right. There's just not the money yeah, to and make you, it. And you'd have a different, pretty <coughs> intense set yeah. for each sketch. So fabulous, mm. but yes, yeah, so expensive. Especially. Even in America, with with all that money in entertainment. There's only really still one. That's, that's it. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Like all the you know, in living colours and all those other ones. That they're, they're all they're all gone. And they kind of have their time <coughs> a little bit as well. Yeah. And then mm. they roll out again later on. Yeah. What was the last one in Australia? Was it Rove? They, no, no. They did try and do one recently uh, on Foxtel. What yes. was that one called uh, again? I can't remember what it was called. Oh, they did too. But it they was, did try and do they one did not too. Super, and it was pretty outdoorsy stuff. It wasn't. In That's the thing. It's yeah. not in a studio with a, with an audience anymore or anything like that. Mm. So. And you know the way comics work. They p- love a live audience, that live That laughter. exchange. There's nothing yeah. like it. What yeah. about when you know there's one coming, like a big joke yeah. coming, and you're like, they're gonna, if they oh. love those, they're going to love they're this, and then you feel that wave yeah. come on, you whoosh go. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? That's the best feeling. It? It's quite warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than that feeling, though, is it? It's that incredible. Feeling where you, it's hard to you describe deliver it, it and you wait for it and it comes, that wave of laughter oh, comes. Especially if you've got one that's got a few shelves in, a few yeah, uh, what we call yeah. shelf jokes where you're like, okay, this is already something that I'm referring to from earlier, but here it is, boom, boom, boom. And each time as it grows, you're like, they cannot get harder. That's, Off they go, boom. Yeah. That's we get why the, I love doing a double show. Sometimes we do a yeah. 6.30 and 9.30 shows and, and just uh, when you do a good joke at the 6.30 show, you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that in an hour's yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. But it becomes a bit of a drug, doesn't it? Definitely. Mm. Yes. Um, I spoke to a psychologist about it, about the um, allowing the stillness at home to not be uh, – Sort of make it boring. Yes. yes. How, so what they say? Because life is so full on when we're out touring, <coughs> yeah. isn't it? And then you come home and it's like, oh, oh my yeah. god, it is. Yeah. yeah. They got all those endorphins it's, on stage. What do I want to sure. do do eat? Think of something to cook me, woman. Well, also yeah. you're sort of like, I'll go and get a. I don't know if you guys have got kids, but like I've got two ladies, so like I'm not stepping out to get a coffee without making sure this is done and that's done and this person's there and this person, yeah. the dog and whatever. So there's something about being on tour that's just. Yeah. All about you for the first time in yep. ages. It's allowed to be about only you, and that's exciting. That's yeah. also I find that very, I um, subsidise it with I subsidise it with with pizza. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I I perform to my cat. Do you? Yeah. No. No, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm, <laughs> that's it, I'm bored at home. You know, you don't take the shit and leaves. You know, yeah, exactly. And you think to yourself. Well, you don't. I'm going to get a good cup of chosen anchovies, and that's going to fill the void. <laughs> and then I get it. I eat it. Yeah. And then after it, I'm like. Depressed. Yeah, I yeah. feel really fat. And those <laughs> hairs have really tickled my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's being okay. So what I used to do is do heaps of work, then I take the family one holidays, then heaps of work, then holidays. And 
none of it was really feeding the everything's okay just to be still at home. Mm. So if I was home, I'm like, right, I'm going to do all those cupboards or that, you know. Yeah. So learning to let the let the time you are at home have a little bit of stillness instead of all the yeah. drama. That um, <clears throat> yeah. That's the secret for sure because then you can go off the lead a bit when you're away Yep, and, uh, you know, bring it back down to family life mm. when you get home. I don't mind it. I don't mind sitting on the couch in my jocks having a cup of tea on my own. In the oh. cupboard. You in the sit cupboard in the or in the dark. Yeah. He likes his own time crying in the cupboard with yeah. tea yeah, and, I do. and, a, and a fennel salad. Yeah. I don't mind the crunchy. Salad. The cr- crunchy. <laughs> I used to say about, you know, gosh, we performed to thousands and thousands of people in an <coughs> evening and then within a half an hour of them with sore stomachs as they leave the theatre, you know, you're back in your hotel room and your auntie's eating a crunchy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God, isn't that <laughs> yeah. the truth? so funny. How many times have we ended up at 7-Eleven having a 7-Eleven sandwich <laughs> oh, after a show? That's just your dinner. There, you know? yeah, with well with a bag, two yeah. bags full of, like, chips and, and yeah. chocolates. <laughs> and then you just sit on, and you sit on the on a bed just smashing all these crumbs all oh, over. All these that was eggs a really good show. Amazing <laughs> egg sandwiches. Guys. Yeah. The biggest show of my life, of our our life, my life was when we did the Rod Laver show in Feb. There's a flex. No, yeah. no, but but there's just hard to tell it because of the story. And then we did that. All those people after the show, the whole thing at twelve o'clock. I was by myself at the Hungry Jack's car park on Princess <laughs> Highway. Yeah, e- right. Eating, eating a double bacon deluxe. <laughs> You're just like Hillary Swank at the Oscars. Just, yeah. <laughs> Straight to Do in You know what out. I mean? It was yeah. literally totally. like this, and then you there just go, all right, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I got one better for you. After Kudos, we were back in the hotel room having two minute noodles. We, we were, we were, the kettle. we were. Yeah. That's without a word of a lie. We, we put the kettle on. <laughs> We went past the servo. I've got a full meal ahead of me. Yeah, and, I, and I ate it with a spoon. Did you? Because there was no forks in the hotel. It's an outrage. You should travel with a fork. <laughs> and that will really get customs talking because they'll be like, well, yeah, when modern people do drugs, they have spoons. Yeah. But who's travelling with a fork? Hey, I'm married. I need a fork every now and then. Hello. Hey. Hello. Well, it just did be polite in the end for me. But um, <laughs> now, I, I think I've handed myself over to a jizz-free zone, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I think it's a rapid dislocation. Really, very eloquent way of putting things. Yeah. Julie, I you love really you, Julie. Yes, I love you. it's fantastic. I think I've seen my last bag. <laughs> <laughs> and a tick for that. That's right. right. Yeah. She's controlling the ticks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my let's God. Let's talk about your TV yeah. stuff because you've done so much. The current one you're in is um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Jungle. Do you shoot that? I mean, in the jungle, get me out of here. Normally, oh, I'm, uh, a, I'm, a, I'm stuffing everything. No, I'm you're a, not. I'm you're a celebrity. Right. Get me out of here. You're right. No, it and is. Also, that's it what is. I'm, I'm right. Oh, right. Did you get it right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the jungle. In the jungle. You're jungle edition. A tick from me. I watch that. it. Yeah. No, it's unreal. I watch your parts and then turn off the rest. I mean, <laughs> so do I. Whatever. No, I don't. Of course, I watch it all. No, no, it's beautiful. It's a good show. Most of the time, we are in Africa, but obviously, over the last couple of years, with but I don't know if you heard about it, but um, yeah, so <laughs> we ended up shooting on the British set in uh, just near Kingscliff, actually up on Mount Warning and the um, Northern Rivers, which is beautiful. But like, we are dying to go back to Africa, but we don't even know if we're doing another series yet. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like crossing everything. We're kind of every oh, single day. We're I actually thought it was smashing. Yeah. Like, I think it did. So, but it did. Trust me, it did. Who knows? Yeah. So, uh, but I think out of all the reality shows, that one is good. Because yeah. they're actually in a 
you know, in a jungle and it's a little bit different. It's like, well, we're not second. doing. Yeah, well, hang on, stand by. So, all this <laughs> other shit that's got. Stand all by. this other shit. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. All this other shit going on with this reality shit. No, yeah. no offense yeah. to anyone else out no there. No one cares. But they're, they're, they're not sure where they're going to put one of the best ones back on the TV. Well, I'm really hoping in my dream world that what they're doing is they're just keeping their powder dry and then they'll surprise us all with an announcement. That's what I'm hoping will happen. Oh, my God. But what we the never fuck's really, going on, We never get um, – most shows don't re- get recommissioned um, unless you're going to have like a buyout in advance. Yeah. They don't really get recommissioned when ours has been this forever changing landscape over the last couple of years. We're going mm. to Africa. Is it more expensive? Is it less expensive? Uh, is it whatever? Uh. And so uh, – I am hoping that they will go, yeah, we totally need it. Seems like a great way to open the year. So Chris so and I are the same every year. We just we was sort of wait during the year and hope. See and what happens. Yeah. So would you be in Africa for that whole time when you yeah. were there? Yeah. So how, long, how, long, how long is, is that? It six, it's like eight. Well, it used to be nine weeks because the show was longer. Mm. And then we've made it more concise. So now we're there for about six weeks and we fly into Johannesburg and then we go up into a little bush town um, which is just right at the open gate of the Kruger National Park. So it's it's like being in the country. Wow. It's amazing. For nine weeks, you get this two and a half months. Yeah, well, now it's only six weeks. Well, it was nine, now yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent over a year and a half in Kruger. Wow. Is Kruger like Gosford a little bit? Yeah, very, very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, They've got a train got, station there <laughs> as well. They've certainly got the big five, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> the Aquatic Club, <laughs> at the Bowling Club, <laughs> of the Leagues Club. Uh, yeah, very funny. Hey, in 2011, you won the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. You raised $200,000 for breast cancer. Choosies. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> for Choosies, there you go. Choosies. I love it too. What was it like being on that uh, on that reality TV program? That was pretty hard. And was it Mr. Burris or was it yes. Lord Sugar Guy? Oh, you had the no, Burris. Yeah, the Boris. We want to get him, get him on, Mr. Oh, you Boris. should absolutely get yeah, him on. He's he a, is he's, amazing. Yeah. All jokes aside, he's amazing. But uh, that I did not know anything about that show much. I'd sort of seen commercials. And I was living in America at the time and all I thought of was this is going to be like four months' wages. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> For every week I can stay in, that's another month in Los Angeles. That's all I needed to do. So I thought I'll come home, I'll shoot that, whatever. And then by the end of that, also – there's a lot of roosters in that show. Yeah. I mean, it's on at the moment. Yeah, and I'm yeah. absolutely loving it. I actually enjoy it, that too. As Same. a reality show, I think it's it's a good Carla show. Carla from Bankstown is my full back. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't take it. I just don't. I'm going to stop watching. So all the roosters around you, you just assume, I just assume there's no way I'm winning with all these sports people. And they were all like, oh, I've got contacts and I've got, you know, like, I just thought I'm just... <laughs> You know, like who am I going to call? During one of the challenges, I rang my parents and they came down and gave $50 <laughs> from their pension. Oh, so that's when I went into the boardroom. I'm like, listen, I don't have your fancy contacts, man, but my parents came down and gave 50 bucks. Let me tell you, that's from my inheritance. I have given off myself. So um, I didn't expect to take it. And after I had won, I just, you know, um, my ex and my children were in the States at the time, we were all together, and I just said, I think this is going to be a wave that we need to burn. You know, this happens a few times in your careers, where you, in your career, I reckon, or it has for me, where here we go, I think this is happening, and then sometimes it can just go to a little flat wave, mm. and then other times that wave is like, oh, if we can just get into the green room of the wave, we yeah. can, I can get a lot more work for a lot more time, and that was always been my motivation too is – 
just to keep working and keep earning. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And you have. Totally. I've never had another job since I was 19. How you have. Yeah. yeah. How many years outside the 75? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, how many years has it been? So, so 17, I'm 54, and then I'm going to let you guys do the maths because yeah, I'm not going to get a we, for we that math. We got what the average. 33? Carry the one. Maybe. Oh, 36, 33? Yeah. Okay, so I got the intro wrong. I said uh, almost 30 years, but that's fine. 33. Oh. It's only making me look younger. You, uh, so you, you must favor. use some great cream because you look great. Oh, well. As you know, I'm not using it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> she hasn't seen a bag in a long time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's a sanitizer now. Oh, what's that? That's exactly <laughs> right. So clearly yeah. you're revered as a, as, a com- as a comedian, very funny woman, accomplished in that, in that genre, but you're also an accomplished actor also. Yeah. yeah. You're a serious actor. You, in 2012, you appeared in House Husbands along with some Which other I stuff. Which I love. And that's where I, I, I fell in love with that character. I actually used to watch that. Oh, yeah, so it was a great show. Yeah, it, was it had great. a nice gentility to it. It had a ripper cast. You were amazing. Gaza. Oh, Gary. Huh? Oh, my God. So we had to do a kiss, right? My first ever screen kiss. Because it was my <laughs> first right. Oh, first proper, ever? First ever. Yeah. So, uh, so I decided the way to um, get through the embarrassment because you're still like your Did lips you are still on my lips. No, I was going... Are you ready for the kiss? <laughs> All morning, right? Yeah, better get ready for full body contact with Gary. I don't know why I was revving it up in that way. And then you made it even more awkward. By the time the kiss, like you're in the scene. Are you ready scene. for the kiss? Oh, Are yeah, you ready totally. for the kiss? Mate? Yeah, you're, you're ready for the kiss. You're ready to feel it from pubis pain to Adam's apple, Gary. <laughs> That's how hard I'm going to press in. And then the actual moment happens, and. Uh, and I, I think I did cat's bum. <laughs> there's this other weird thing of acting where I'm like, I hope it looks real, but I also hope the other person doesn't think I'm serious yeah. <laughs> in the nicest possible way. Yeah. I reckon if I was going to, you know, kiss Gary Sweet, I would have done it by now. <laughs> Both of us 75 years in the business. But um, no, it was an all-time pleasure. I've always thought to myself, like, you know, when people do this, like really intense sex scenes. Yes. It's like, geez, and they're not. How did I not Porn get aroused? I, I, I'd get, yeah, I'd get, you know I'd get embarrassed if a little bit of a... Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, little it's bit of a, sniffy? Like a prestige bit of a sniffy? car. Mm. Prestige car. You can't turn the engine on without the headlights coming on. That's right. Like, you know, like, as a guy, you'd get up and go, hey, what's that over there? <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> walk off type of thing. I think know? I spilt something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a oh, pill? What's that? Yeah, Is there a pill or something that they take? The blokes No, I don't know. I just, no. I, you just got to ride the wave. Yeah, because the feeling is the same. Fame. Like, you know. Can you imagine they, like, they gave you a Valium before it and you're like, just to calm down. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder, do you, um, do, the, do some people strap their gentleman's items? So it doesn't even matter if there's a little thing. Oh. That's what I mean. It yeah, doesn't you would. make an appearance. I'll leave it out. Take it up. Do it and yeah. do the sexual thing and yeah, then just yeah. get up and go. That's for you, oh. baby. And the bed sheets. Yeah. The, the bed sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And if anyone wants to hang their towel here, I'm just saying. No, but I've always thought that. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, that. They're, they're not sex stars and they're going at it. It's like, it's a, yeah, it's a big it's, thing. Well, also, I, I think a kiss would even be a big a thing. A kiss is know? really intense. Well, yeah. also, you know, I had been married for, and I had been married for 20 years. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't kissed anybody else on the list. Yes. So then you're kind of like, this <laughs> is one for free. I'm going to stay my, in acting. Yeah. <laughs> my wife said, she says, you know, when you do your movie, she goes, you can't kiss anyone. I said, I dress up as an old lady. Who am I going to kiss? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's not the thing, but anyway. Never say yes. never. That's a different sort of OnlyFans. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's, we could get Carmela to kiss Vince because somehow. That means I'll be with, kissing him. Oh, that's a, oh wow. <laughs> but I want to talk about the Gold Logan nomination. Yeah. 
Congratulations. I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> On the nomination. Thank you so much. Jules, how's that work? How did you get the nom? Yeah. The nomination, uh, I, I think it comes from... Um, TV Week? Yes, and uh, and the Logies team that mm. put a big list together. That list gets narrowed down and then these people are... I think each of the networks has something to do with that decision. Mm. I never really know because I think mm. I know and then I don't. Uh, and then, we were hoping then it did. all comes to nomination. It used to be that you would go into the magazine and send your thing away, but that's now going to be a shorter voting period. Mm. So instead uh-huh. of getting people to vote twice to get the shortlist and then vote again to get the winners, it's just one... And this is your first gold? This is my first After time. After 75 years, that's not I too know. bad. I know. And you well. know what? For years I was just kind of like, I can't believe I haven't been. <laughs> like genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's embarrassing to say, but that's how it felt. Yeah. And then over the last 12 months, you know, sort of I, I have um, I had a divorce, so... I, there's been bigger fish to fry. So yeah. I was like, what do you mean the Logies? Oh, mate. There you go. So you're on the market. Break on. No. Oh, I've good. told you. Oh. JFZ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. She said she was jizz free or whatever before. Oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, what are you talking about? This is how I've managed to guarantee it. I've, I've been renovating. JFZ. I have been renovating my house, right, and I have made the bedroom from top to bottom pink and fluffy. And I had a friend come over the other two, – two buddies come over the other day – and the boy walked into my room and he goes, yeah, I'm soft. <laughs> that is the idea. Yeah. Thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no. you got, you've had a lot going on. So, so it doesn't feel – so that's, it feels like it has slipped down in my priorities. I've had a lot, you know, so yeah, much yeah, more yeah, going yeah, on yeah, and yeah. organising children. We're all in a good place, thank God, because I'm hearing horror stories about people. But, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, my God, the freedom. I don't want to brag. It's good. Oh, <laughs> it's everything you're dreaming it's going to be. Yeah, but you say that now, but surely you've got to activate a Tinder profile at some point in time, right? Never. Come on. It'll never happen. JFZ. Oh, I, mean, not now, I just got something. married. Not only was I married for 20 years, which was unreal, rock on, it was great. I consider that a success, whatever. But before I got married, I had my go at it, don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. My mummy got out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Yeah. Like I didn't miss out on my 20s because I was too busy. Rooting. Yeah. <laughs> That's our grab right there. <laughs> there's another. There's another blood hole gag, but I'm going to leave. Yeah, it. Absolutely, you've got to let the balloon go. Yeah, let it go. But uh, no, it's uh, really good that you're, you're not. Hey, have you got your? Uh, sorry, Carl, to interrupt yeah. you, but have you got now? Now we we all think you're going to win. Oh, okay? I, I'm but never have, convinced. But, but have you got your? Well done. Oh, totally. You got a speech Except, written it? Acceptance speech? No, no, no. I'm, talk, I'm talking wing about it. No, the, 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 the lost, win somebody I've else does. Oh, well, she's not going to lose. What no, are you saying? But just in case. <laughs> who's on that list and who's won it? Is everyone else? Is everyone on that well, list won it? Except for the men, all the men have, Julie just said. Well, then they're out. you got to win. You win by default. You're fine. No, you never <laughs> know. Look, I'm going to turn up on the night. We'll see how we go. Yeah. That's you know so what I mean. Cool. Yeah. We've got a special game that we want to play with you. Ready. And it's a Logie edition, but roll it. Knock out, knock out, rock out. All right. As you can see, our production is very high high quality. Countless hours and dollars. Well, this is it. And and it shows. And that says choke out, knock out, rock out. Logie edition. Yep. Love it. So, basically, we're going to name the the Logie nominations Mm -hmm. that you're you're in the category with. And you have to tell us who you would choke out, (gasps) knock out, or rock out with. And we're oh. going to split them into two because there's six nominees outside of yourself. Yeah, so we're going to okay, do two I'm rounds. So one around okay. two. I, I already know who I'm going to rock out with. Okay. Well, let, let, <laughs> okay. Let, let's say, so who are we going with first? Oh, the first category is category. three. Uh, Carl, 
Stefan Obi. Ray from Home and Away. Elf. And Sonia. Flame and Mungle. They're the first three. So, so if you've Sonia. been around okay, for 75 years, Elf must have been in television for like 126 oh, yeah. years, that guy. Uh, well, every single person that's nominated for the gold I have worked with for many years, except for glorious Melissa Leong, who I have worked oh, with yes. just oh. not only uh, in the last couple of years. There you go. So when we had we had to um, sort of for the nominations, we had to go up to the Gold Coast, and we all had to hang out for the day. We had our photos taken, and they take heaps of photos. So no matter how it rolls, they've got everything ready for the magazine when, it, when it's mm-hmm. ready. You know, we laughed. All day because we've all known each other forever, so it was a really nice. Yeah, well, I don't yeah, think anyone ball. is that fast on who wins. What What you really need is another twelve months work and a nomination. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now tell us who you'd knock okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not dodging the questions. Oh my God. Okay, and then one of my other options, rock out, has to be Ray. Rock, rock out with Ray. Rock out with a flame and mongrel. You got it. going to rock out. I mean, out. as if you wouldn't rock out without a flame and mongrel. <laughs> Mate, I would choose. I would rock out with him. Mate, he's just get on the beers with him and flame and mongrel the fuck out of everyone. He's a gentleman. Couple he's of forex. Oh, I can feel forex. it coming on. Um, who forex. Would, and then what's my other one? Carl and Carl Sonia. And Sonia Kruger. And so, then my but what? Two are but wait, it's, no, it's just choke out, choke out and knock out. out. And rock out. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. There's a theory to this. Yes. The knockout one is that someone you just just want to put to sleep very quickly. Oh no! So like the chokeout one is is someone that Slow you want to put through a little bit more slower pain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like Sophie's choice. Either way, I'm yeah. going to yeah. be in big You'll be trouble. Right. You'll be right. Okay, who it's am I going to? So I'm choking to get them there gently. You know, choking yeah, to, to be easy on them to put them to sleep. Yeah, then that should it's be Sonia. It's an empty choke. It should totally be Sonia. She can no- have a little nap. And just knock out Carl. Yeah, just go to sleep. Because Carl will get up but and then have I'm a beer gonna anyway. I'm going to knock him out with my chuzzy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bang, got it. <laughs> Bang, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> you managed to get out of all of those with like... Lightness, like I'll knock him out oh. with my chuzzies, <laughs> put him gently to sleep. Hey, know? that's 75 years in the biz, That's mate. right, that's hey, right. Still going strong. All right. Listen, you see the bodies float by you if you stand by the rim long enough, yeah. so yeah. you don't actually have to kick in. <laughs> so, okay, next next round is? Tom Gleeson, Melissa Leong and Hamish Blake. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'm going to rock out with Melissa Leong because yep, yep. she's going to know all the best restaurants. She's this, She is genuinely the coolest person you're ever going to meet. And okay. she's really erudite and clever and funny and amazing. So I'm going to totally rock out with Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to choke. Um, so I've got Hamish and I've got Tom. 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 Ch- choke out's a nice one, remember? Oh, my God. Mm. I know, I well, know. it could be nice or it could be like you want to inflict more pain no, for a longer period uh, of time. You know what I would do is I'd lift, <laughs> I would separate, I would put over like a, like a box lid <laughs> – and then I would choke hold with just a tiny little bit of brown meat at the side. <laughs> so this is a rear naked, yeah. rear naked choosy choke, right? Pretty much. Mm. It's not officially known as that, but I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with cage fighting well, but we, we, you know, when we're doing uh, proper contact... Um, <laughs> there's some choosy rules. So who am I going to choosy out? Uh, I think I'm going to choosy out. Oh, I'm going to choosy out. <laughs> I love them both. This is very difficult. Choosy someone out. I'm going to choosy out Hamish. Okay. Hamish. So he gets the he gets the good. Actually, can, can I be honest? I think I want to be choosy yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Me too, please. I'll, I'll, I'll have a chuzzy. I'll have a chuzzy. <laughs> in the pink room. That's it. I mean, that's not even a euphemism. Oh, it's an actual location. Oh, man. It's a location. They keep coming here. That's what I'm talking well. about. And then, of course, last but by certainly no means least, my beloved Tom. I'm going to have to kill him. That's not the option, <laughs> is it? No, that's not the option. The option was take him out. No, take him out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. And that was... Choke it, knock it, rock it. Yes, that oh, was mate. my that was the funnest one. That was. It was hard though. It's hard. hard. It's hard, isn't it? Right. You managed, to, like I said, you managed to to, to weasel the way through without coming across too violent. I mean, that is pretty much. I actually, my came career. across quite sexual. Yeah, all, all. <laughs> in the end, I mean, but that that really that's fine. Actually, yeah, well, when you talk about it, it's a little bit hot in here. <laughs> That's what happens when we talk about breastfeeding free men. <laughs> free middle aged men who've been married for uh, a while. We could talk here for another two hours. Amazing. But we don't want to waste your time. You we love you so. so much. Thank, thank you so much for coming oh out. Oh my god, it's such a pleasure. Can you come back? Yes. All right, because we've got a shitload of episodes we've got to do, and we've got no one else. So I please, <laughs> no, I'm hey, joking. Please, anytime. can you come back if you? What, when you win the gold logie, Ooh, uh, come bring it here. Put it oh on the table. shit! I want to hold one. That's right. So we'll hold. You know what? She'll forget about us because she'll have so much work. She'll go sushi mango. Who? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. I've got all these other no, bigger jobs. You know jobs what I'm going to do? And I'm also got, I've got a pair of glasses that are very similar to this and they've got little buckets that hang off them to catch your tears. Oh. So if by chance uh, the buckets get a run on the night, I'll bring the bucket uh, glasses instead of the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Julia Morris, uh, Morris. We're huge fans and we hope to see you soon. Good luck with the Logie. Thank Good luck. you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another week. You have to give us a five-star review or we'll send people to bash you. Oh, what? Ooh. Me. Chuzzies. <laughs> Actually, send the five, five star review and, and Julie's going to get a Chuzzies. Yes. Right? Yeah, so give us a five star. Uh, also, follow us and press that little bell button so you get notified when the next episode's on. It's on next week. Thank you very much. See you and pull your butt. Woo. Jules. Love Thank you, Jules. you. Woo-hoo. Hey, guys. Daniel here, a.k.a. Shit Jamie, to read out some credits. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. If you like the show, make sure you're following it by tapping follow on the podcast profile page and giving it a rating. This podcast is produced by Head On Media and is a Spotify exclusive. Our next episode will be out in a week. Don't forget you can listen and watch the full episodes exclusively on Spotify. Spotify.